planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from Quark. Going to battle Fear Factory. This is George Quark, Commander Fisher. This is Jasmine Double Drop. This is Wade from Our Last Enemy. Magnificent Two Thousand Feet. He is at Wednesday 13. This is Bruce Andrews Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Gary from Simple Touring. You're listening to Ever Black Podcast. Before we go into this episode of the Ever Black Podcast, we just need to give a shout out to our show supporters, the Occult Clothing Brand Electric, which love amazing apparel from shirts to hoodies to hats to beanies, dresses and more. Check out their full range at electricwitch.com.au and put in the code EVERBLACK for 20% off your order. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review the Ever Black Podcast on Spotify and iTunes podcast streams and see all our video interviews on the Ever Black YouTube channel. You can also read all our articles and reviews at everblack.com.au. All right, on with the show. Awesome, man. How's uh, how's everything going? Uh, I mean, I guess pretty good. Uh, on uh, all things considered, the world's kind of in a weird place right now. So it is. I, yes, uh, I feel I feel weird saying like oh, I'm great, but I am <laughs> doing kind of good. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're doing all right down here too, man. I know it's hard for some people, which which uh, kind of sucks. But um, I'm glad you're doing all right, man. It's actually been a little while since uh, we've spoken, so it's good to actually have you back on the show, brother. So, uh, man, yeah, absolutely. So I'm making sure this is working. Yeah, cool. All right, well, man. Of course, the uh, new Periphery uh, album, Live in London, that just came out, and it sounds incredible, dude. This thing is amazing, and that was from. Uh, the uh, Hail Stand Tour, was, was that That was the last of the European shows, was it? Yeah, it was the last show on the European run last year. Um, and uh, it was, uh, we didn't know we were doing a live album. <laughs> we just <laughs> what? recorded the show. We we're like, oh, that sounds good. Let's use that. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, uh, who knew that it would probably be one of the last times we'd be in Europe for a very long time. No one, man, it just happened so quickly, hey. Because you were playing shows right up through this year, weren't you? You played like yeah. I mean, it, it was it was a pandemic uh, when we were like finishing up our U.S. run. Like we 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 were still like kind of like talking about it, and like we were like, oh man, I hope this doesn't get any worse. And we were all like, oh, it's probably not going to get any worse. Like this shit happens, and then the entire world has changed forever because of it. So. Um, didn't see that one coming, but I guess we were about due for one anyways, you know? Well, I, I had mates that were over there in the States who literally played one show and had to haul us back home. <laughs> I'm really sorry to hear that. You know, I think about, I think about, you know, guys like that and, and, and other bands and stuff that are, you know, they, they just get over there to start a tour. And then, yeah. you know, I'm sure you're aware of like how much overhead and, and upfront cost there is to just get out there like you're just out that money and it's just like you have to not only do you not get to do the tour which you're you know you're relying on that then you're also like you know going into uh 
to debt because of it. So it's a, it's a pretty tough situation. So I'm sorry to hear that uh, your buddies went through that. Oh, that's, that's, that's cool. You thanks, man. Well, uh, I think they're doing all right now though. They, they, they're getting back to it, which is, which is awesome. And uh, I haven't seen any footage from this live in uh, London gig. I don't know if it was actually filmed, but it looked nuts. I saw the photo. There's one shot where it just shows the crowd and it looked massive. And yeah, I, it was the it was biggest, big. it was, it was the biggest show we've played in our career besides like, um, like a festival, which, uh, so like, yeah, it's our biggest headlining show. So, um, that was, that was intense for us too. And, you know, it, I think the, the funniest thing about it is that if you, if somebody like told me like, all right, by the way, we're doing a multi-track recording, you're going, we're going to make this into a live album. Don't, don't mess up. I would have been like a ball of nerves, but because I didn't think that was happening, I was just like totally comfortable. Just another show. I, you know, and the, the, the more energy that's there, the more fun that I have. So like, it just kind of, it translated really well. Like, I think that's the trick, you know, cause a lot of band guys are like me where they're like, they don't feel particularly comfortable if like somebody's recording the yeah, show. Yeah. Cause you, you know, you're going to have to listen to it later and you'll be like, Oh my God, I shouldn't have drank so much beer that <laughs> But, um, but yeah, just don't, if you're, if you're a sound guy, don't, don't tell your band you're recording them and then they won't be all nervous and mess up. So. That's the trick. That's the <laughs> yeah, trick. That's yeah, the trick. That's, yeah. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's one part in the, uh, is it, uh, during Loon when you've got the whole crowd just chanting, man, I got goosebumps. I've listened to that a few times and cool. that's just, man, did that, is that happening all over your, wherever you tour with that? When you play that, you know, we didn't intend for it to be like a sing-along part, but it just like kind of happened one day. And then it kind of became like the thing that we love to close with because we know that people will sing along like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. That, that's always like just such a highlight of the night um, for all of us, because the, the thing, the thing that's nice about Loon is that it's not like a, um, it do, it's not a very demanding song in terms of musicianship. I still mess it up. There's like this great, like messed up note at the end too, that I did. That was like, they were like, we could edit that out if you want. I'm like, no, nah, leave it there. It's so awful that I love it. <laughs> um, but just like knowing that when that song, when we start playing that song, that's like, ah, the night is done and we did a good job. And like, it's, you know, we could just like relax and enjoy this one because it's not all like techie and progged out. So, um, yeah, I, I, that's, that's definitely a highlight of the night every night when, uh, when we get to play that people are singing along, uh, Spencer's crowd surfing, other people are crowd surfing, you know, it's, you know, sometimes well, depending on the venue and how comfortable we're feeling, like I'll jump in to the pit or like go up against the crowd and like, you know, I'll let them like strum the guitar as I like fret the notes on the, on the, so it's just, it's just a fun part of the set because we can kind of just you know, let her hair down a little bit. <laughs> Have you ever had someone try and uh, swipe the guitar when you've jumped into a pit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's why I don't do it so much because yeah. I kind of like gauge like uh, how how respectful are these these young ones? Yeah, yeah. Are they going to like, you know, unplug my guitar or turn my volume down or, you know, try to, you know, mess with my tuning or whatever. But uh, most people are very respectful and you know, it's, it's a lot of fun to do that when, when you can get away with it. Mm. I think there's like, like when you play certain venues, there's, 
you know, the energy, there's like, there can be a disconnect between the size of the, the pit, the photo pit and where the, the barrier is and like how far away people are. So I tend to like the ones where it's kind of like that middle ground where the stage isn't too high, it's high enough to look cool, but it's also not high enough to like, if I wanted to jump down and kind of get close to, to everyone, then that's not, you know, then that that's fun. I like that, but you know, whatever it's, uh, it's fun either way. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't try and steal guitars off musicians. You hear, hear that? No. That's I can't dick, believe it's, it's still a dick happened. move. It's a dick move. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it's 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 interesting because like with the internet and um, you know, how easy it is to track things now, and mm. it's just like I'll always read about somebody who gets their stuff stolen and then like you know months later is able to retrieve it like at a pawn shop somewhere, you know, and it's just like. They sold it for like some stupid amount of money, like 50 bucks or something. You know, it's like, it's, why is that worth it? But yeah, people are going to steal, I guess. Yeah, no. Nah. But uh, hey, it was it was uh, recorded on November 15th last year. Just occurred to me that that was only, was it, uh, it's been released 13th. Hey, yeah, that's like, was that intentional? No. Um, so our, our sound guy on that tour, um, ronnie he had he he had it like ready to go like many months earlier but he had a hard drive failure and he had to recover the information in order to rebuild the the sets that he was mixing so the only reason it came out you know almost a year after is just because he had to get that fixed and uh, he didn't even tell us that he had these recordings until after he got it fixed so that way we weren't like expecting it and then um so it was more of like a surprise from him. And then, you know, when you're, when you're doing a record, um, you want to give it some time to kind of like, you know, make sure that all the labels and people have it. And then, you know, you can advertise it a little bit, get a single out, get some pre-orders going. So like, it's just, uh, it just happened to be that way. It was not intentional. And uh, of course uh, you open with reptile, which is a massive 16 minute epic. <laughs> on itself but then you've got uh i believe Pliny and uh mikey goodman jumps on did were they actually there or was that just the sample yeah so um so uh plenty and um and jacob uh zateki would come out and do the solo because they were on tour with us with his band and uh and mark had gone home on that tour and then uh mikey lives in london so we you know, we were just like, you know, we might as well just uh, have everyone just come on stage if they want to do it. And, uh, and they did. And it just, it was, it's, it was so much fun. It was just so much fun to have those guys up there and starting a, starting a set with a 16 minute song. Like at first I thought it was going to be like a weird thing to do. Cause usually I'd like want to get warmed up yeah, yeah. To, to go into something like that. But that's the warm up. Like that, that song is like the perfect warm up because it's like, there are parts of it that are sort of hard, but it's not that hard of a song. It's just memorizing all of the parts, not ha- having to play. It isn't that bad, but, um, but yeah, that was a blast having those guys there. I bet people just, just seeing everyone's faces when they walked out too would have just been like, what? yeah, yeah. Um, there is one day um, because uh, we had uh, uh, in Europe, we had uh, Pliny and Jakob. And then in the U.S. we had Pliny and Jake, yeah, uh, and uh, they would come out and do solos. But one day, 
we just had Chris, Pliny's drummer, come out with a guitar on. He doesn't play guitar at all. And like <laughs> and 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 Pliny and Jake were like playing the solo off stage while Chris was just like pretending to play it. And like he had his shirt off and he had like a I think he had a bandana on or something. He just looked like so ridiculous. But that was just a that was a fun night. I think that was in Fort Lauderdale, if I remember correctly, but I don't remember. That's that's awesome. I, I another part of it, it that I, I really love is Spencer's little uh little running with the running with the devil tribute at the end of Blood Which Eagle. Where is that? At the end of Blood Eagle, there's a little he throws in a little David Lee Roth. Oh 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 okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that that gave me a good good chuckle. I loved it. Yeah, but, yeah uh, I, I like I like it when he does that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that's the thing about you guys as well. You, you've got a good sense of humor. You, you've got that balance between, um, you know, the serious stuff, but there's there's still a lot of tongue in cheek and, and humor in what you do. And, and I guess with everything that's happened this year, is that has that been how you guys have supported yourselves and stayed in touch and and, and kept your spirits up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all just like. I think like if you were to ask anybody in the band, like what's your favorite part about being in periphery, everyone would say like just being able to hang out with the guys because mm-hmm. it's just like, it's usually always just joke after joke. Like we're just always trying to make each other laugh. And it, you know, that hasn't stopped because we haven't been on tour with each other. We have like several group chats <laughs> where we're just always like throwing in like funny pictures or just like making fun of each other or like, you know, and it's all like really fun. And, you know, I really miss those guys because of that. I mean, I miss playing the music too, yeah. but my favorite part is just like hanging out with my friends and uh, those guys are definitely my best friends. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, another thing that I did see was on your Instagram. This is something I wanted to bring up because I watched the video like 30,000 times is you're playing Grand Theft Horse, you know, Red Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Grand Theft Horse. And uh, yeah. you'd throw the dude off the waterfall. <laughs> that was my tour promo. <laughs> I know it's the greatest thing I've seen. I've watched it so many times. <laughs> um, I can't take full credit for that. It's not a, an entirely original idea because uh, <laughs> uh, me, Mark, and Misha, like months earlier on a different tour, we did another tour promo where, like, we like put we threw a guy on some train tracks, and then the train came by, and all you heard was like. Ah! <laughs> and like and there was no caption the only thing that was there was like the tour dates <laughs> so crazy keep that stuff up keep that stuff okay, up yeah yeah def- definitely i remember i remember um just as like a little quick side story when um we were doing the um the documentary i think for juggernaut um i was playing I was being interviewed by Jeff, our light guy and filmographer. He's the guy that like does all of our documentaries, but he was interviewing me while I was playing Grand Theft Auto five. And uh, it was deliberate because I was, he was going to be like cutting in between me talking and shots of me just doing absolutely horrific stuff in the game. And when we sent it to uh, one of our label partners, they were like, we can't put this on our YouTube channel. Like this has like, it has copyrighted material. It has gratuitous violence. Like, I'm like, why not? It's like, it's Grand Theft Auto. Everyone knows what that is. So we had to like pull out like certain, like we had to like totally like surgically fix that 
that part of the documentary because I think it's in there now because we're not beholden to those rules anymore. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. But people Great. stream that stuff all the time. You know? Yeah, video games. We're all desensitized to it. I mean, no one cares anymore. Yeah, no one cares about <laughs> ultraviolets. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, are you guys working on new uh, material? During yeah, um, yeah, we are. Uh, we haven't gotten into full the full swing of anything yet. We're um, currently doing like Zoom calls, like uh, where we just kind of talk about what existing demos we want to take a look at, or we talk about um, you know certain styles we, we may want to do, or we even show each other things that we've been working on on our own. So um, there's. It's definitely an active project. It's just we haven't gotten to the writing phase yet, but I think that's going to be coming up really soon. So I'm excited. I really am because uh, it's. Uh, I think we're all going nuts from this whole coronavirus thing that we want to just, we, we need to do a new album. Oh, I'm so keen, man. I'm so keen. Cool. And, and of course, tours are just starting to get announced now very, very slowly. And I'm hoping that we see you guys back down here. I've seen you guys a few times and it's always, it's a good time. So has there been, is that, is that on the bucket list to come back? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Australia is like one of our, our, our greatest, uh, greatest destinations for us. Um, Like I I did a clinic tour there last year, I think it was. Mm. And, the entire time in my mind, I'm just like, this is great. Like, you know, I get to come to Australia twice, you know, in a really short period of time. And then, you know, wouldn't you know, like a, a pandemic happens. But once, once uh, you know, these, these vaccines start hitting and, and hopefully we can get this thing under control. Hopefully we have an administration that like doesn't deny the fact that this is a huge problem. Then we can start fixing you know, what, what's going on and, uh, uh, you know, start traveling again. Cause that's, you know, I missed that a lot. Yeah, you would. Cause I mean, you've been everywhere, dude. I get yeah. it. Where haven't yeah. you been? Where's one place that you haven't been that you, that's on your bucket list? Um, I guess like, um, it, we've been to almost every continent. I mean, um, but like we've never played Ireland. I'd like to play Ireland. Wow. Um, We've never played Greece. I'd like to play Greece, um, Israel, Turkey, uh, just like the really hard to get to places just geographically. Um, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to check those places out. Um, but, uh, but other than that, we've, we've hit a, a a large, a large, uh, part of the globe. And, and, um, so it's hard to say, I mean, there's definitely places I want to go back, like, you know, I definitely need, we need to go back to Australia. I'd like to go back to New Zealand, even though they wouldn't let me in the last time I tried to go there. <laughs> Why? What, what did you do? Well, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I, uh, I, I showed up and I was about to get on my plane and, um, and they were like, um, they had me call immigration from the, the gate. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing. And so, I get on, I get on the phone and they're like, don't get on the plane. You're not allowed to come here. You don't have a, va- you don't have valid credentials. And I'm like, I was invited to come here by like a music store, like, you know, to come to a clinic. And they were like, not, we don't have any record of that. So I actually ended up getting into an argument with them. I'm like, why? Like, I wouldn't like try to sneak into your country. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a professional musician. I'm not yeah. some like, 
you know, transient. But, um, but anyways, I didn't end up being able to go to New Zealand. And uh, so luckily, um, uh, we were able to do kind of like, when I did my Sydney date, we were able to do a live stream oh, that's for cool. the, the New Zealand crowd. Um, and uh, I got a couple, I got like an extra five days in, in, uh, in Sydney, which is uh, fine with me. But, uh, but yeah, um, as far as places to go, uh, I don't know. I mean, we've hit, we've hit so many places. Uh, I, I guess I just want to return back to the places that have treated us really well. You know, it's like, it's about time. And uh, it's definitely about time that you come back to Australia when this all calms down, man. We can't wait to see you and uh, maybe yeah. record a live album down here. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, just come play at my house. I've got a backyard. Wait, where, where are you from? I'm on the Gold Coast. Okay. Pretty out there. It's not bad. Bit hot and stinky at the moment, but uh, hey, man. <laughs> All more, for, you know, have some beers and stuff. But uh, dude, yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure having you back on the show and catching out and seeing you this time, which is cool. Yeah. 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 Technology. Um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm loving it. And uh, the Live in London album is out now everywhere. And I'll have the links down here as I always say. Jake, take care of yourself, brother. And uh, we will see you soon, I hope. Awesome. Thank you, Nev. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 